0: Nevertheless, time for us to move forward. And don't forget, if there is a song that you'd like to hear as your big, fat, juicy, get cracking and we will make sure that we try and play it either today or tomorrow here on the JSB. So if you've been in Gauteng and in the High Felt over the last couple of months, you might have noticed that there was hmm, not exactly the kind of... Uh, smell that makes you want to take a deep breath of fresh air. Because why? It's kind of that sulfuric smell of rotten eggs. It's not the first time people have complained about it. So we wanted to find out more and see what actually was going on. Professor Rebecca Garland is an associate professor in the Department of Geography, Geoinformatics and Meteorology at the University of Pretoria. And Uh, Prof, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I did laugh when I saw that your background is in atmospheric chemistry. Now, for someone who comes from the kind of creative world, atmospheric for me is like, oh, woo, the atmosphere and beauty. And and I realized that that wasn't the case with the work that you do at all. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Good morning, Michelle. Yeah, no, when I think of the atmosphere, I think of the air that we breathe.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm thinking of like an atmospheric music, which is just like arty mm. and makes me flow through. Nevertheless, the <laughs> air that we breathe, what is going on?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, in winter and generally in Tang is when we have our highest pollution levels. Um, this isn't the smell necessarily. These are the other pollutants that can really have a large impact on our health. But it does become more noticeable when we can smell it. Um, and generally, so the H2S, um, hydrogen sulfide, that's the source of the smell. And when you smell it, it's at concentrations that aren't going to affect your health. But of course, you know you start to notice air pollution then um as well and so we have when we've noticed that when the winds come from the east or from the southeast that we start to get the smell um but i am wondering as more and more people are complaining it if there maybe aren't local sources even that are increasing as well i think we do have quite a lot of questions still on this
0: so what do you think is actually
1: happening so, I mean, I must admit, generally when we've had this before, it's been transported in um, from larger sources, generally industrial sources. Um, but as I've been reading more about this, there are a lot more urban sources as well. So I And we don't have many measurements for it um, because, again, it, it smells bad, but it doesn't impact our health. And we generally just monitor those pollutants that directly have a negative impact on our health. Um so yeah, if it's not transport, I'm now very curious if there are other sources that are increasing other places. But generally it is when it's transported in. Um, and since the winds in the winter don't often come from that direction, you know, it only happens in episodes. So, Historically, at least. Yeah. So,
0: so Prof, mm-hmm. when you talk about um, doing the research on the smell, how on earth mm-hmm. do you do that? So I, I don't do the research to set these limits. So the
1: limits of what could affect somebody from, and they can smell it or, you know, what could have a negative impact, that comes from the World Health Organization. Yeah. So they use lots of different
0: studies. Yeah, yes, no, sorry. no, no, no. I'm sorry, I'm not oh, asking sorry. that. I'm, like when you actually, re- how does one research smell is really what I'm asking. Is So you say, okay, fine, people are complaining there's a weird smell of rotten eggs. And then I'm thinking, well, how do you actually research that?
1: So what I would do and I didn't look, <clears throat> what I would do, if I would look into this, I'd start looking at the measurements. And I'd start to try to understand the sources of it. Um, so I then just more, and then we know the levels at which people generally smell it. And so that's what I would I would then look at. more. the impetus for the research is people, <coughs> excuse me, people complaining about the smell. Um, so it just kind of triggers something.
0: Okay, so you wouldn't be, you might be able to measure how much hydrogen sulfide is in the air, though.
1: Yeah, there are this, there's a few measurement stations across Houtang. So in South Africa, we have a whole bunch of um, monitoring stations on the, online at SAQIS, mm. S-A-A-Q-I-S, and a few of those stations monitor H2S. And so... Anybody in the public can go on and click on um, that station and see the levels of the H2S or any of the pollutants at the time. And while we talk a lot about H2S because we can smell it, and as I said, those are the pollutants that are highest in the winter. In the winter, we have really high levels of particulate matter, and those have very negative impacts on our health. Um, so that's actually, to me, the much more serious air pollution problem.
0: So what are, what are the things that are really serious when it comes when you talk about? Uh, Problem with air pollution. What are those in in Johannesburg in winter? I mean, I'm imagining coal fires, um, uh, and 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 the like.
1: Yeah. So in the winter, in particular, our particulate matter these really small particles they're largest because um, first off, you know, as we know, living in Gauteng, right, we don't have much change in meteorology. The pollution sits, and so we emit something, and then it just sits and it hangs there and it recirculates around our area. For a long time, until a cold front comes and like removes it, and the sources of that are really varied. It's including felt fires um, it's burning wood and coal for heating and for cooking. So while a, 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 you know a, a wood fire is really nice in your house to keep warm by as well, but it also does pollute. Um, we do have, of course, we live in a dry area, so all the dust as well, pollution from cars, and that's part of the problem that makes air quality management and improving air quality so difficult is we really have to go through all of these sources. But a lot of it, other than like our dust and our, our felt fires, is burning the fossil fuels. Um, really does contribute a lot to our, our pollution. So we really do need to start moving away from fossil fuels.
0: And I imagine that um, with uh, power out, as much as it has been over the last week, that must uh, increase uh, coal and wood fires and the like as well. Yeah.
1: I would imagine so I do now that this is happening quite often, I think as a research community, we really do need to look into that. but, yeah, I would suspect people running generators, people using coal and wood, um, and the, and if the price of electricity goes up, of course, and people can't afford to use other to use electricity for certain applications, and that too as well. Um, so it's a very complex system which makes it you know difficult to improve but we have to because the pollution really is quite bad in the
0: winter professor in closing if we look at um, uh, different asian countries and india they have Mm. extremely high level in certain times of the year um, pollution and a lot of uh, people then continue to wear masks would you suggest that in winter that might be a good idea here in johannesburg and gauteng
1: so a lot of the masks we have um would not necessarily protect against such small particles things like coronavirus are much bigger um, and so that they can get through um, our levels in generally aren't as high but they are quite high and like low-income settlements that use solid fuels for cooking and for burning um, when they don't have another source of energy so I don't I haven't ever seen research that those masks are unfortunately very um, helpful against pollution um, more just the big dust mm. they are Yeah.
0: Okay. Professor Rebecca Garland is an associate professor in the Department of Geography, Geoinformatics and Meteorology at the University of Pretoria. If you live in Gauteng, perhaps you can let us know what you've been smelling lately. And uh, how you've been smelling, it has a smelt like rotten eggs. Also the pollution, as she described with regards to generators, uh, wood fires and the like. And perhaps that these masks that we're using for COVID, or have been using for COVID may not be the ideal masks either, but something a little stronger sounds like it needs to be the case. It's 723.